This is Alive with Joseph. Tonight, I want to speak on a subject that I really believe will help your life. I don't know how many of you have watched this um, interview with the old Kenneth Hagin. Um, and he was sharing a testimony about a day like this, a visitation that God, he had with God on a day like this, the day that you and I are living in, where God showed him that a plague was going to hit the planet Earth, and it was going to be very, very bad, that so many things were going to be affected. He said, but, but those that have the mysteries of the kingdom, they will make it. He says, those that operate the mysteries of the kingdom will make it, you know, and uh, this was recorded a long time ago. And look at where we are today. Our God never catches us, you know, or leave us without equipping us. God always has a way for us to live a victorious life. Hallelujah. I want you to understand that the Bible really means it when he says, you are no longer strangers to the covenant. You are no longer strangers to the covenant. You and I are not strangers to the covenant. We've been grafted in. We've been brought into the covenant. And what that means is that we are no longer strangers to the workings or the operations of the covenant. Hallelujah. Because it is when we are doers or practitioners of the covenant that we are able to live above the circumstances around us. God is a God of secrets, but these secrets are never meant to be kept secret. These secrets are meant to be open for everyone in the kingdom. The Bible says in the book of Psalm 25 verse 14, it says the secret of the Lord is with them that fear him and he will show them his covenant. The secret of the Lord is with them that fear him and he will show them his covenant. It was Job who testified in the book of Job chapter 29 verse 4. He says, as I was, as I was in the days of my youth, when the secret of God was upon my tabernacle. He says, when the secret of God was with me in verse 6 of that scripture, he says, I dipped my feet in oil. Hallelujah. He operated mysteries. He operated the secrets of the kingdom. Pastor said last, um, yesterday, he actually said to us, he said, to us, we have been given access. He says, he has given us the keys of the kingdom. Hallelujah. We are in the kingdom already, but we have been given the keys of the kingdom, which means that the kingdom we are in has keys. And it is when we activate those keys that we are able to unlock a different dimension in our lives, a different dimension of God's blessing in our life. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I want you to understand that God wants you to cross spiritual barriers. Listen, there are barriers that have vowed that you will never cross a certain level. That you will never handle a certain level of money. Because tonight I'm going to speak about the blessing, financial blessing. It is God's desire that you are financially blessed. But there's sometimes the enemy marks and say, in this family you will never cross this line. You know, you will never touch millions. You will never calculate in what and what. But you can t rise up, take the secrets of the covenant and break that limitation. Because God wants you to multiply. God wants you blessed. God wants you to increase financially. God wants you rich. How do I know? Second Corinthians chapter 8 verse 9. He says Jesus became poor so that you, through his poverty, might become rich. It is God's desire that you become rich. Hallelujah. In spite of the pandemic, God wants to open up things in your life. He wants to open you up. 
it open up your destiny into great things the bible says in the book of hebrews chapter 6 from verse 13 to 14 it says for when god made a promise to abraham because he could swear by no one greater he swore by himself saying surely in blessing i will bless you and in multiplication i will multiply you he said surely in blessing i will bless you he will it's a it's a short issue it's a short thing it is sealed that god wants you blessed hallelujah he says in multiplication i will multiply you and this year god wants you to experience the financial dimension of his multiplying grace hallelujah the lifting power of god is on your tongue it is on your tongue the bible says in the book of job chapter 22 verse 29 it says when men are cast down you will say there is a lifting up and you shall have the humble person you shall save the humble person it says when men are cast down you shall say you shall say there is a lifting up meaning you have a responsibility to speak to declare your increase to declare your multiplication to declare your financial breakthrough to declare your financial miracles do not be ashamed to say it listen if it's too big for your mouth to say it it means it's too big for you to handle it hallelujah god wants you blessed he does want you blessed hallelujah in the book of matthew chapter 5 verse 16 it says let your light so shine before man that they may see your good works and glorify your father which is in heaven part of your good works part of you being blessed financially is so that you cannot just be blessed for yourself but also to be able to be a blessing to others hallelujah that others may partake of the financial blessing that is upon your life that you can be able to prevent misfortune in the lives of others you can find someone who is saying they're about to close down my house they're about to evacuate me and my family we don't know what to do and you have enough substance to pay off that bill hallelujah that's where god wants you to get to glory to god you can see someone that you know is faithfully going to serve god doing this and that for god and you say they walk to whatever they're going to do and you say to them look you are taking the gospel and i want to pay buy you a car so that you can drive around and play and preach the gospel and do whatever it is that god has called you to do that's where god wants you to be where you can look at a project a church and say you know what instead of waiting for everyone to gather money i will give everything to make sure that this project is taken care of god wants you to be a blessing he wants to bless you so that you can be a blessing it is god's will it is god's desire amen i like what the bible says in the book of job chapter 22 from verse 23 to 25 and verse 27 to 29 he says if you return to the almighty you will be built up you will remove iniquity from far from your tent or from your house then you will lay your your gold in the dust and the gold of offer among the stones of the brooks yes the almighty will be your gold and your precious silver you will make your prayer to him and he will save he will hear you and you will pay your vows you will also declare a thing and it shall be established for you so the light will shine on your ways when they they say there's a cast down you will say exaltation will come hallelujah he says if you return to the almighty 
in this season of prayer, in these 14 days, we are taking time to return to God. Hallelujah. We are rededicating ourselves to God. But with God doesn't just want us to rededicate one area of our lives and we leave another area of our lives. God wants us to rededicate every area of our lives. That is what we are doing. The Bible says, when you return to God, he will cause you to lay gold as dust. God will cause you to lay gold as dust. It means God wants to bless you far beyond your wildest imagination. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So make up your mind that I'm not just returning, you know, to rededicate myself. I'm not leaving any area of my life. I rededicate every area of my life. Hallelujah. The Bible says in the book of Proverbs chapter 3 from verse 9 to 10, it says, honor the Lord with your substance and with the first fruits of all your increase. Then verse 10 says, so shall your bands be filled with plenty and your press shall burst out with new wine. The first part, he gives an instruction. He says, honor the Lord with your substance. It is an instruction. I've been telling you before that in the kingdom, instructions are passwords in the kingdom instructions are activators in the in, in the kingdom instructions open you up to the other side of the instruction where there is a blessing hallelujah here he says honor the lord with your substance in verse 10 he tells you what happens when you honor the lord he says so you sh- so shall your bands be filled with plenty Another translation says, then shall your bands be filled with plenty. This year, God wants to, to fill your bands with plenty. No matter what hap- is happening in the world, remember, we are in the, ki- in the kingdom. What I'm giving to you right now, it's not keys to the kingdom, it's keys of the kingdom. You need to live by the supply of the kingdom because the supply of the world is limited but the supply of the kingdom is unlimited. Hallelujah. Position yourself to be able to partake of what God has available for your life and for your destiny. Listen, some of you have dreams, big dreams that you know what, all your salary put together, all your earnings put together cannot be able to give you that dream, cannot be able to give you that desire. It cannot be able to fulfill that which God has called you to do. Hallelujah. God never gives you a dream that is based on your salary. No, 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 no. God's dreams are big. God's vision are big. Hallelujah. And God wants you to fulfill them. And before you were even born, God had already made provision in the kingdom. But you need to access it. Hallelujah. Accessing it by honoring the instructions of God's word. Amen. You know, God wants you to continually prosper. He wants multiple, pros- uh, multiple blessings upon your life. He doesn't want you to have today and not have tomorrow. Have today. It's not God's plan. God wants you to continue to flow in that dimension of his blessing. Hallelujah. Listen, your tithe is powerful. Here he says, honor the Lord with your substance. Your tithe is powerful and your tithe is holy. Your tithe is not for you to keep. It is for you to honor honor the Lord with. Amen. When you honor God with your tithe, he guides you into the best of everything. Believe me, I know what I'm saying. He guides you into the best of everything. You, when you honor God with your tithe, you allow him to direct your footsteps. Hallelujah. Glory to God. The Bible says in the book of Psalm 16 verse 5, this is a man who knew how to walk with God. This is a man who knew how to tap into what God had in store for him and he says these words he says he causes my lord to fall in pleasant places that is what happens when you honor god he 
causes your feet, your, 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 your lot to fall in pleasant places. This means that when you're looking for something, God knows that whatever amount you have, he's able to give you the best of that thing simply because you've honored him. He wants to give you the best of everything. Hallelujah. He wants to give you the best of jobs. He wants to give you the best of open doors. He wants to give you the best of opportunities. Hallelujah. You know, pastor was sharing a testimony with me. About two weeks ago, just before we started the fasting, this couple came into church. Actually, they came into church by accident. I think they were passing and they saw that church had started. Instead of passing, they decided to enter. They shared testimony on how they were about to go overseas. But when they came in and the word of God ministered to them, they felt this word was for them. And you know, they tapped into that word. They just decided to sow into the church. And you know what God did? God opened up a mega, 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 mega door for them. And they've decided, based on the door that God has opened, there was no need for them to go abroad. The reason why they were sharing this testimony is because they, he went to dedicate their house. With that door, you know, God has helped them. They've built a mansion in the city. And you know what? That is the faithfulness of God. They were saying, Pastor, ever since we started honoring God with our substance, we cannot explain what is happening to us. We thank the God who allowed us not to pass that day when we were passing. Hallelujah. Listen, child of God, I know what I'm talking about. God knows how to cause your lot to fall in pleasant places. You need to trust him to do it. Hallelujah. Glory to God. When you honor God with your tithe, he gives you ideas for wealth. He opens doors for wealth for you. Hallelujah. But you need to train yourself to be obedient to God. It is something that you must train yourself. Train yourself to be obedient to God. Train yourself to hear him clearly. Many of us have trained ourselves not to hear God in the area of finances. We have intentionally told ourselves, we are not going to listen. When it comes to this one, we are not going to listen. I, you, we can listen to God about every other thing. But this one, we are not going to listen. Listen, our God is an instructor. And if you're not willing to listen to his instructions, there's a dimension of blessing you will not explain. I've shared a testimony how we started in, 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 when we got married and how we struggled and how tough things were. And I remember one day sitting and I was just scrolling with, my, with the remote on the TV and I came across a man of God who was teaching exactly what I'm teaching you. I got so angry with him and I just switched off the TV. You know what happened? We remained poor. We remained in that state until I switched on the channel once again and I found him still teaching the same thing. But this time something told me, listen to this man, listen to him, listen to what he's saying. And I listened and I listened and I listened and I tapped into what he was saying. And our lives just opened up. Our destiny opened up. Hallelujah. Listen, instructions are powerful. Instructions are powerful. Listen, you step into greatness when you honor God with your tithe. You step, everyone listening to me, when you left heaven, you left with a destiny of greatness. There is no one that God released with a small destiny, but it will take instructions, honoring the instructions of scriptures to get into that greatness. Abraham 
is a blessing. Abraham is a perfect example of someone that walked into greatness by honoring the instructions of the kingdom. Hallelujah. Jesus speaks to his disciples, to the Pharisees actually, in the book of John chapter 3, verse, chapter 8, verse 39, who they were saying to him, but we are the seed of Abraham. He said, if you were ch- Abraham's children, why are you not doing what Abraham did? If really you are children of Abraham, why are you need, why are you not doing what Abraham did? What did Abraham do? Abraham obeyed God. Abraham walked in faith. Abraham tithed. The first time we hear the word tithe officially was involving Abraham. Hallelujah. Those are the works of Abraham. Faith is the work of Abraham. Obedience is the work of Abraham. Also tithing is the work of, of Abraham. Hallelujah. Listen, God wants to bring you to a place where there is no room for failure, where there is no room for poverty, where there is no room for lack. Read that in the book of Genesis chapter 24 verse 1. The Bible says he had blessed Abraham in every area. In every area. It means that there was no room for lack in Abraham's life. There was no room for poverty. There's no room for insufficiency in, in Abraham's life. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Faith Your tithe is an act of faith that God is your source. It is you saying to God, you are my source. I do not depend on my salary. I do not depend on my income. I depend on what you are doing in my life. Hallelujah. Pastor has taught us over and over that God did not create words for communication. They were created for creation. That's why you, when, that's why at a life church, when we give our tithe, we speak to our tithe. We speak to God and we declare, you know, Deuteronomy 26. Why? Because we are creating the future that we want to see. We are sending our tithe with an assignment so that it can produce for us what it has promised to produce. If you read the book of Malachi chapter 3, there are promises of what accompanies a tither. That's why you need to declare every time you release your tithe, whether you are led to do so in church or not, at home as you're releasing, send your tithe with the promises of a tither and begin to trust God to be able to see that manifesting in your life. Hallelujah. Listen, God did not create tithe for helping the church. Get that clear. Get that clear. Because sometimes we think we get limited, we get stuck there and say, I'm just helping the church. Listen, tithe is more than helping the church. Your tithe God created tithing so that it can activate the blessing upon your life. Tithing is an activator. It is a kingdom activator. You can disagree with me about it and stay where you are. Hallelujah. It's not a problem because it is a scriptural instruction. Amen. God never forgets what you give to him. Never. The Bible says in the book of Hebrews chapter 6 verse 10, it says he is not unrighteous to forget. That is our God. He is not unrighteous to forget what we do for the kingdom. Never. Never. There is nothing that you put in the hand of God that is forgotten. Never. It's impossible. The same way that a seed, I always say a seed, never forget yourself. If you eat a mango right now and you throw it carelessly on the ground, even if you forget where you threw it, that mango will grow. As long as it has found a ground, it will grow. Even purpose, any seed you can think of. If you throw it on the ground, it will grow. That is the same way that anything that is put in the hand of God, it is not forgotten. Hallelujah. Glory to God. In the book of Malachi chapter 3 verse 16, it says, 
It says the book of remembrance is open. There is what we call the book of remembrance. There is a day that God opens up the book of remembrance to look at who has been doing what. And the Bible says he rewards the remembrance. If an ethnic king in the book of Esther could open up the book of remembrance and remember Mordecai and honored Mordecai, how much more the king of kings and the lord of lords who knows how to remember and honor and remember reward accordingly. The Bible says he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Hallelujah. Glory to God. God, the God that we serve is a God of due time. For those of you that has been honoring God with your time, with your, with your tithe, I want you to be encouraged and not give up. The Bible says in the book of Galatians chapter 6 verse 9, it says, you know, it says, do not get weary in doing good. I'm telling you today that tithing and giving to God is doing good. The Bible says, do not get weary in doing good. It says, for in due time, you shall reap what you have sown. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. There is a due time with God. The Bible says, he makes all things beautiful in his time. And I believe that this is that time. This is that year that God is going to make so many things beautiful in your life. God is going to make so many things beautiful in your destiny. In the book of Ezekiel chapter 44 verse 30, it says, the best of all fruits of any kind and every sacrifice of any kind from all your sacrifices shall be the priest also you shall give to the priest the first of your ground meal to cause a blessing to rest on your house hallelujah he says you shall bring the first of everything so that God can stir up the blessing. Hallelujah. It says you will bring it to the priest. In the Old Testament, they brought it to the priest. The priest who will be in the house of God to receive it. In the New Testament, the priest is Jesus Christ himself. That is why I tell people, you can't give, you can't give men, tithe does not go to a man. Christ goes, your tithe goes to Jesus Christ. Every time you are releasing your tithe, you are not giving it to the church. Stop thinking you're giving it to the church. You are giving it to Christ himself, who is the high priest of your confession. Who is your high priest? That is why when we pray that prayer, we say, Lord Jesus, my high priest, receive my tithe and worship God with it. Why? Because the duty of the high priest is to receive the offerings of the saints and put it on the altar altar as the burning incense hallelujah glory to god that is what happens the bible says to cause a blessing to rest upon your house so that when you put an offering when you put your tithe in the hands of jesus christ you cause a blessing to 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 rest on your house hallelujah there is power there is anointing in the hands of the priest i've said that over and over there is an anointing of increase there's an anointing of multiplication there is an anointing that breaks poverty it breaks the, the the backbone of poverty and that's what god wants to do for you to break the backbone of lack and poverty hallelujah glory be to jesus i say you know when that when Jesus fed the multitude and they, they were so, when, before there was food, 
He said, he insisted that they must put, bring the food of the lead into his hands. Why? Because they, they needed to bring, put the bread and the fish on the hands of the priest so that the anointing of the high priest can be able to multiply, to multiply what is put on him. Glory be to Jesus. Pastor Joseph and I are not high priests. We are priests in the house of God, but we are not high priests. But Jesus is our high priest. That is why we too put our tithe in the hands of the high priest who is Jesus Christ himself hallelujah glory to God you need to learn and the power the mystery behind tithing and understand it so that as you do it you do it in faith you are not just doing it for the sake of doing it you're doing it in understanding that every time you release that tithe it, it needs to be a sacred moment whether you are in the building or you are at home see yourself releasing it to God hallelujah I had a lady that said to me that I have my tithe but I'm gonna wait until I get to church and I want the Sunday service I don't want Wednesday service because there is something about Sunday service that is so special I, I love that moment when I stand up and I worship God with it and I understood what she was saying hallelujah but we're living in an interesting day that whether you're in the building or you're out of the building Building. I want you to be in that moment on your own as you honor God. Take that moment preciously. Take that moment seriously. It's a powerful moment. It's a serious moment of honor and worship. Do it with understanding. Hallelujah. Why do we fast for 14 days? It is because it's pleasing to the Lord. Fasting, our fasting is pleasing to the Lord. Hallelujah. The Bible says in the book of Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6, it says he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek, seek him. Amen. It says those that come to him must come believing that he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. We have come to him you know, in faith, we have come to him believing that he is a deliverer and that, that we believe that he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Hallelujah. And that pleases God. It pleases God. It is also our way of putting God first as the year begins. It is more than bringing what is in our prayer cards. It is way more than what, being about our prayer cards. Yes, our prayer cards are good. Yes, our prayer petitions are good. But there is something deeper than that. It is us coming to wait on the Lord for 14 days. It is us separating ourselves. It is us setting us apart for his glory. Hallelujah. And God does not joke with that. He does not joke with our sacrifice. He honors our sacrifice. God honors our sacrifice. Our sacrifice of prayer, of a sacrifice of fasting, it pleases the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. In this season of, of prayer, we have been giving ourselves to God. That is why every morning when we wake up, we pray those prayers of dedication. Why? Because we are giving ourselves afresh to him. Amen. We are saying we want you to be first in our lives. That is what we are saying when we are fasting. We are saying, God, we want you first in our lives. Hallelujah. Because we understand that if God is first in our lives, everything else is put in order. If God is first in our lives, everything else falls into order. Every other area that is out of order, by virtue of us getting the first priority right, everything comes back to order. Hallelujah. Glory be to Jesus. There are two things in the Bible that the Bible refers to as God. Number one, the stomach. Number two, money. The Bible says in the book of Philippians chapter 3 verse 19, it says, those whose end is destruction, whose God is their belly. It means that 
as your stomach can be your God. When you, you, you cannot control your eating, when you, you just want to eat all the time, it means that your stomach has become a God to you. That's what the Bible says. And in the book of Matthew chapter 6 verse 24, it says, No man shall serve two masters, for he will either hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. It's comparing God with money. Hallelujah. So there are two things that represents God, your stomach and your money. That is why in the 14 days of prayer, we have already dethroned our stomachs. We have dethroned our stomachs and we have told our stomachs, you are not our God. We have told food, you are not our God. That God, the almighty, almighty, is our God. Hallelujah. And that is the same thing that happens when we give God our tithe. We are telling our money that you are not our God, that you are not our source. Hallelujah. That only God, the God who lives on the throne, is our true God. Hallelujah. Listen, in, the, in your tithe, in your fast, is the power to redeem. If you read the book of Exodus chapter 13 from verse 11 to 14, God gives an instruction. He says to them, I don't have the time, sir. I want you to read it on your own. He says to them, if every firstborn that is born here, you need to bring to the house of the Lord as a sacrifice. He says, but if any of your animals, or any of your unclean animals, specifically donkeys and all those, if they get the first Make sure you break its neck. If you do not break its neck, then look for a clean animal that can come in its place. Hallelujah. It means to redeem it, to exchange it. He said the firstborn must be sacrificed or it must be redeemed. The firstborn must be sacrificed or it must be redeemed. The power of giving the God the first is a mystery. I'm telling you it's a powerful mystery. And I believe in that church service, when Hannah... And Elkanah went to, went to church, went to Shiloh. I think the pastor must have preached this. And Hannah caught that mystery. She caught the mystery of the first. And she told God, if you give me a son, I will give him to you. And she did that in faith. God, because she had been going to church all her life. They had been going to Shiloh over and over and there was never a result. But this time she tapped into the mystery of the first. She said, I will give you the, the first child you give to me, I'll give him to you. And as she tapped into that mystery, God broke her barrenness and opened up her life and changed her life. Hallelujah. Glory to God. But the way we read, it says every firstborn child had to be redeemed by a clean animal, specifically a lamb. It said if you have a clean animal giving birth, you can't keep it. You must bring it to the Lord as a sacrifice. You bring to God, it is his. And that's how God sees our tithe. He clearly says, the tithe is mine. God lays claims to every firstborn. Every firstborn. God claims that firstborn. Hallelujah. It is the power and the mystery of the first. Hallelujah. But here's something that is very interesting. He said, if your animal, if your unclean animal gives birth, birth to the first, you must redeem it. Amen. Why is this important? 
Because you and I were born unclean. We know that. In the book of Psalm chapter 50, David says, I was born in sin. So you and I were born in, 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 in unclean. Jesus Christ was identified by John the Baptist as the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world. That clean animal who has come to die for the unclean, which is you and I. Amen. Which makes Jesus God's tithe. Jesus who has God's first and only. He, it makes him God's tithe. God gave him in faith so that he can harvest you and I. Hallelujah. That, makes, that means that there is power in the first to redeem. The first that is placed in God's hand has the power to redeem. That's how powerful it is. So you give the first lamb as your tithe and you redeem. You break every curse that is around finances. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Jesus, God gave an instruction. He didn't say wait until you have 10, 10 lambs before you can give me one. No, no, no. He said the first one you get, give it to me. The first one you get. Sometimes we think we must wait until we have enough money before we can give to God. He says give me the first that you get so that I can open up more channels for you. Hallelujah. Glory to God. He said the first one is the one I want. That's the first is God's language. He says, put me first in another, trans, in, in another translation. In another book, he says, make first for me. That's how God speaks all the time. Make for me first. Make for me first. He says all the time, give to me first. That's how God speaks. Hallelujah. That is his definition of honor. God says, I have a definition of honor. My definition of honor is different from yours. When you stand and you cry and look, we give you honor and glory. You call that honor. But he says, that's not what I call honor. That is why if you read the Bible, he says, they say they honor me with their lips, but they dishonor me with their hearts. They dishonor me with their actions. Hallelujah. In the book of Malachi chapter 1 verse 6, he tells us how to honor him. He says, don't give me, you know, sick lambs. He, don't, he says, don't give me sick offerings. He says, don't seek, give me leftovers. He says, don't give me what you think is honor. Give me honor based on what I've described as honor. Ooh, when I read this scripture, you know, it really blew my mind. In verse 14, he says, give it to me like that because I am the king. I said, I am a great king. I'm not just a king. I am a great king. Actually, if you read there, he says, there are things that some of you can't even give to your presidents. So why would you want to give me that? Glory to God. Honor him as your king. Honor him as your king. Listen, the first must be offered. In the book of Exodus, chapter 23, verse 19, it says here, The first of the fruits of thy land thou shalt bring into the house of the Lord your God. You shall see. It actually says, you shall bring into the house of the Lord your God. He uses a strong word there. He uses the word bring. You know, some people will say now, uh -uh, that is being a command. But that's God. That's how he speaks. He does not suggest to us. Just because we treat him as a suggestion or we treat what he says as a suggestion, doesn't mean he suggests. He doesn't say bring if you like. He says, or if, he says bring your tithe. That is what God speaks. That's how he speaks. Hallelujah. Because God sees the first as his. In the book of Malachi chapter 3 verse 10, it says, And all the tithe of the land... Whether of the seed of the lamb or the fruit of the tree, it is the Lord's. It is holy unto the Lord. That's Leviticus chapter 27 verse 30. Hallelujah. 
If you read throughout the Bible, it, there's no way he says, give your tithes. It's not his language. We don't give tithe. We give offerings, but we bring our tithe because it's his. He has already concluded on what it is that you must give to him. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Your tithe is not yours. It is not for paying other things. It's not even for doing other kingdom things because I've seen people saying, I give my tithe to the poor. I give my tithe to do this. No, no, no. When they, if, you, if you read the Bible, there are different types of, of offerings. There is offering to the poor. There's offering to do this and offering to do this. The tithe specifically says it belongs to the house of God. And it says, so that they can be meat in my house. What does that mean? It means it can be able to run everything concerning the house of God. That is what your tithing is designed to do. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I will stop here, but I believe that you have caught the mystery of the first, and that this year, you will make up your mind to begin to honor God with your substance. Hallelujah. Honor God with your substance and watch God open up your life into dimensions of things you never even thought were possible. Hallelujah. Thank you so much for listening. We believe you were blessed by the word. For more, please visit our website, www.alivewithjoseph.com as well as subscribe to our YouTube channel, Alive with Joseph Mogotcha. Till next time, God bless.